What up, Hair Game listener? Hopefully you know by now that we're always willing to try something new to entertain, educate, and inspire you. And this episode definitely falls into that category. When Modern Salon came to LA with their digital summit, we threw a party at the hotel and set up a hair horror story confessional so anyone could come and tell their best stories from the salon. Donovan did all the interviews. This was his first time hosting like this, and I think he did awesome. And a special brotherly love shout out goes to Jacob Kahn for the original hair horror story idea. So thank you, brother. Okay, we have our first hairstylist confession telling our hair horror story. This is Donovan here, the social media coordinator of Salon Republic. And who do we have? Our first victim. So I mean hairstylist. <laughs> my name is Celeste. Okay. Uh, my Instagram handle is Celeste Stylist. Okay, where are you from? I am from Petaluma, California. Okay. And you were, you were the very first one to just come over here and say, I'm ready to do this. Yes, because I want to inspire people like oh. me. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good. Well, thank you for being my first person. Of course. And uh, go ahead with your hair horror story. So, I was working for a very well-known Instagram stylist. I was her assistant. And I decided to go on my own. So, it was my first time formulating. And I gave my new client hot roots. How hot were they? They were really hot. They were red. <laughs> like <Okay>. fire engine red. <laughs> but um, I apologize. The client never came back again. But from that story, I really learned to really take my education seriously. And I started really focusing on learning how to formulate in the color wheel and really understanding why hair does what it does. And after that, I became a educator for a hair company, product company, and now I'm out here one year in the hair industry trying to inspire other stylists as myself. Well, that's great. So it's it had a happy ending. Like, it did. You learned, you learned from it. <laughs> so then, but let's go in a little bit more about how did you handle that situation? What did you, what did you do with the client? How did you make the client feel better about what happened? So the client was looking for a change and I tried to give her that change but of course you know I didn't know how to formulate so I gave her the wrong type of change. So I tried to fix it right away but because I had no idea how formulation or the color wheel worked, it did not work properly. I did apologize and she appreciated that I was honest and upfront with her that I had made a mistake. Okay. And she didn't come back but she said it, it was great that she appreciated that my honesty and I really learned and grew from that. and. You know, as hairstylists, sometimes we make mistakes, mm -hmm. and I, it has just really taught me to be really confident in it and see how much our clients, even if they don't come back to us, you know, like they appreciate the honesty behind our work. Definitely. Thank you, Celeste. You're welcome. All right. <laughs> Up next in Hair Horror Stories, we have a Salon Republic stylist representing. Who do we got? Danny Van Buren. Danny okay. Van Buren Hair. Yeah, that's your give that's your Instagram. Give him give him that one more time. Uh, Danny Van Buren Hair. How do you spell it? D A N I V A N B U R E N Hair. All right. So what are you gonna what are you gonna confess to us today? Uh, confess about a little Bridezilla story today. Bridezilla. We people love Bridezilla stories. Yes, it's always a fun fun time. What was the problem? What happened? So I get hit up for a referral from a makeup artist. Hey, I have this bride. She needs a hairstylist. I know it's last notice. Are you available? I'm like, yeah, whatever. I can do it. Cool. Let's go do this trial together. 
So she warns me the bride's a little uptight. She's um, a little on the elderly side. A little uh, on the elderly so, side. So like in, in her early 70s. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So we, I'm like, okay, you know, I've worked with a lot of brides for a long time being a makeup artist. So this will be like a walk in the park. No problem. So we get there and I'm all ready. I have all my bags. She ends up being late to her own trial. Her daughter warns me that she's really nervous. Or How late really she anxious. For the, for the trial? Yeah, this is just for like, the, for the trial was probably about an hour late, 45 okay. minutes to an hour late just for the trial. Okay. And mind you, I had driven from, if anybody knows, like Burbank to, um, see where was it? It was like in Beverly Hills. So I had sat in about in an traffic? hour and a half of traffic. Yeah, you know, that's like, like another like, country in LA. Yeah, at 5 p.m. to go do this trial. So, we get there, or she finally gets there, and we're all set up, and then she starts to tell me, and her daughters are translating, saying, okay, she wants this elaborate updo, um, you know, everything on the top of her head, she has hair extensions, and then she starts to tell me that she doesn't want any bobby pins, any hot tools, or any uh, styling product. So I'm thinking, all right, I have to pull a miracle. Um, okay, so I'm not a hair, I don't, yeah. I don't do hair, so, <laughs> but even I can guess that that sounds a little impossible. Yeah, it feels impossible whenever you're being told that right at the moment. So, so how are you supposed to make the hair do anything without any tools or anything? So you can do like a lot of rolling or, you know, I guess pinning um, if you can, but the, the updo she required actually required me to use like a ponytail holder or a sock bun or, okay. you know, something like that. Um, I would have just tied knots in her yeah, hair. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically. So I start to, you know, kind of roll it up in a ponytail and she keeps saying it's too tight, it's too tight. And I'm like, well, you know, with the, the look that you gave me, it kind of needs to be tight and up on the top of your head. So I just kind of knock out this really fast updo without any product or maybe like five hairpins that she would allow me to pull in. Okay. So we're like... So how did she feel about that trial? She that was um, not super stoked, but her daughters were reassuring her that it was going to be better the day of. And I'm like, okay, like <laughs> I, I have to figure out a miracle. So I start like pinning and looking at all these videos, like how to do hairstyles without product, without pins. And I'm yeah. like, I'm not finding anything. Yeah, because they, they don't exist. It does not exist. <laughs> like there's, you cannot do an elaborate updo without any product or pins. Okay. So the day of the wedding, I sit in traffic again down in Beverly Hills, and we're all set up and we're waiting and waiting and waiting. And um, after she's supposed to be walking down the aisle already, it's about two hours after we had gotten there, and we were probably about to leave within two minutes. She finally shows up. And I'm like, you know what, screw it. I take out the curling iron, I take out the pins. I'm like, this is what you want. So I basically had like 15, 20 minutes to do an updo, wow. a very elaborate updo. A whole wedding hairstyle. A whole in wedding hairstyle. I'm like, minutes. thank God for my years of being in the bridal business. Yeah. But I did feel bad for having to use the heat and the, you know, the pins and everything. But I mean, I guess she got what she paid for because <laughs> exactly. she, she got a 20 minute bridal updo. Yeah. So, but yeah. Well, wow. so, it. but you. You made it happen. You pulled it off. Made it happen. And yeah. so, what did let's let's put a positive spin on it. Okay. What did you learn from that? That. Um. Always do a contract with your brides. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um. Be in direct contact with them, and uh, you know, in my like long years of being in 
you know, doing brides makeup and hair, you kind of have to just sit them down and be like, okay, if this is the look that you desire, this is what I need to do, and I can't do it without that. Sure. So, um, and it's also part of like building a trust in that whole consultation as well. Okay. So, so yeah. if it's something, if it's something that you know isn't possible, to be direct and and let them know. Be direct. Yeah, yeah definitely. And nice. I've had to carry that over into doing colors, consultations, and everything like that too. So, cool. Yeah. Thanks, Danny. All right. Thanks, Donovan. Yay. Okay, so who do we have with us this time for our hair horror story? We have. My name is Hillary. Hillary. Okay. Now, Hillary, what was your hair horror story? So, there was this girl. She came for a consultation. We had a consultation, and in the consultation, I asked her, like, tell me everything that you've done to your hair in the past maybe five years. Her hair is probably about my length, which is below the shoulders, and it looked like it had been box dyed. I can tell that from the start. Um, so I told her, okay, tell me everything that you've done, and she told me I box dyed it. Um, a friend from cosmetology school tried to balayage it, but maybe she wasn't experienced enough. And by the way, this was on like level two Hispanic hair, very, very coarse. Okay. Um, so I was like, okay, so this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna try and get you to the space. Can't promise anything. Can't promise you're gonna be bleach blonde, but we can start the process today. Okay. Okay, so I start lifting her hair, do everything, boom. And then I go to rinse off her hair and it's lime green. Green? Yeah, like straight up green. Okay. And I start freaking out because I'm like, what did she use? And, and then on top of that, when I took it off, because I foilioshed her, it was steamy. Like it was super, 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 super hot. Like, okay. And I was like, what is going on? And I freaked out because I thought it was me and it was probably like my first year on the floor so I'm like what is going on yeah and so I go over and I was like can you like tell me everything that you've done to your hair one more time she was like oh yeah I might have tried to cover it up with green and then I box dyed it black so I was like okay see that would have been helpful <laughs> um, yes. but now this guest is like a return guest and we've got her to a much better place but I was like really freaking out like what did she do and then on top of that the, the reason why it was steaming is because we had just had a hurricane and all the water had a lot of minerals in it oh wow so okay. the lightener reacted with the minerals and like it could have potentially melted off her hair if I hadn't have checked it in time yeah so yeah so what do you take from that experience what have you learned and what do you do differently now so I because of it I pre-cleansed the hair just because of what happened in Houston there was like I don't think that the water ever got to be back to what it normally is so yeah. in the consultations if they come a day ahead I'll have them take a clarifying shampoo home and I tell them to do that ahead of schedule Smart. so we can just like go ahead and say like there's no mineral buildup so we can avoid the overheating and then I still try and tell them to let me know sometimes they're not going to be truthful but you know just having those consultations and then whenever that we come across that ask them and then also ask them about medicines because this is a, something completely different but um, I've seen a lot of like thyroid and um, what is it called um, cholesterol medications do some really weird stuff okay so asking about medication as well okay so you almost have to be like like a doctor and, and yeah. get, their, get their hair history yeah and then yeah. also you don't even know what kind of medication is gonna act crazy I've seen thyroid medication like completely fry people's hair off without even touching it with color okay wow yeah well, that was awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Hillary. Thank you so Appreciate much. Appreciate it. So, uh, introduce yourself, who you are, your Instagram, where you work. 
My name is Anastasia Wagner and my Instagram is at Stacy with an I, Studio A. Um, I am from Tucson, Arizona and I am a solo artist in a suite. Awesome. So you have a hair horror story. You said it was a good one. It is a good one. Yeah? It is a good one, yeah. Okay. So my hair horror story started um, at, while I was in school, I worked at a mall salon and it was great. I was the weekend receptionist slash go get my lunch slash fold the towels girl. And I loved it and had a great time and learned a lot. And I got my license and I came to work on a Saturday expecting to do my normal reception job. And my manager said, no, I've booked you clients today. You're gonna cut some hair. I said, "Wow." I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> Why not? You know, I just, didn't really feel confident in that, honestly. Um, color came very naturally to me, but haircutting was almost this weird foreign object. Like I never knew where to start or where to end. So okay. I end up with this really sweet lady named Irene in my chair. How old was she? Um, I would say she was maybe like in her early to mid thirties. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So Irene just wanted, you know, a long layered haircut, you know, pretty simple, right? We're just gonna elevate that all to 180 and chop it off like I did in beauty school, cause that's how you do it, right? Okay. Um, well, I don't know how, but I forgot what 180 degrees was and there was a lot of oh, no. angles in that haircut. In fact, now thinking about it, it's probably looked like an octagon. And I literally, as I was cutting her hair, I started crying. Oh no. Like, and I couldn't control myself. I was having like this panic attack, yeah. you know? I was like, I'm disappointing this person. This looks like stuff, bad you stuff. Can, you, can, you can swear on this Okay, it, it looked like shit, okay? okay. It really right. looked really, yeah, really shitty. Yeah, we're getting real now. Yeah, yeah. we're getting real, we're getting okay. real. Um, so I'm like crying and she's like, sweetie, what's wrong? I'm like, I'm so sorry. I messed up your hair. It's awful. It looks so bad. She's like, it's okay, it can't be that bad, sweetie. It's just hair. Uh -huh. It'll grow back. And I'm like, but it's so bad. So um, needless to say, Irene was super sweet. That is nice. She actually did leave me a tip. I was shocked. And um, my manager fixed her hair. Okay. And after, <laughs> well, as best she could, um, Irene kind of left with like kind of a Dorothy Hamill pixie. But anyway, um, <laughs> all ended up working out so I went to my manager later in the day and just told her you know look I really am feeling like I need a little more education a little more guidance and so she's like I'm really sorry that's some, not something we can offer so I think for me it was the best thing that could have ever happened because okay. I spent a year with a mentor doing apprenticeship and really learning the craft and that's okay. What really helped me out. So my horror story turned into a success story. Yeah so so after that experience you searched out more education absolutely okay and education is like my world I'm actually an educator as well I love sharing my passion with other people and getting people excited and I'm like a hair nerd now and I okay. love haircutting like it's all geometry so and you, shapes it's like you, kindergarten are you educating people on haircutting now I do I do I educate so, on haircutting yeah you know yes. okay thinking back to that moment when you were turning your hair into an octagon shape. <laughs> Could you possibly imagine that in the future you would be teaching people how to cut hair? No, no, no. never in that moment. So how long ago was that? Oh my gosh. Um, so the hair horror story, that probably would have happened about 2003. Okay. And um, I've now been educating for uh, six years. 
Wonderful. Yeah. Well, it had a good good ending, a happy it did, ending. It did. And that, that's it did. nice to hear. Well, it thank did. you so much. Well, thank you for having yeah, me, Jonathan. Of course. This thank was you. awesome. You just throw it in the fake plants. I'm just kidding. But I need there. it after. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> hold it in your hold it in your hand. I know, because nobody's. They, they won't be awkward. Oh wait. No, because nobody can see that I'm holding this in my hand. Well, even though we're recording, so people know that you're holding gum in your hand. <laughs> my name, my Instagram name is Amanda Jean K, and I'm sitting here holding gum in my hand. Excellent. <laughs> so you've started confessing already. So this is this is going to be easy. It is going to be. All easy. right. So uh, I'm Donovan, by the way. Oh shit. <laughs> I can't do that. We can't shake hands. I know. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay, so look, I tried though. I know, I know you did. You were like, okay. She even wiped first. <laughs> I did too. I was polite. Get this spit off my hand. So, what is your hair horror story for us? Okay, so I'm trying to think back to how many years ago this was. Um, it's probably been like a number of years because my story involves not using a heat protectant. <laughs> okay. So I don't know how. I'm not sure how long like heat protectants have been around or maybe I wasn't educated enough then but anyway so what happened was um, my client came in for her trial for her wedding so it involved me curling her hair okay and she had her mother with her and of was course, she a bridezilla no okay. no she okay. was great the mom you know sat next to us because that's what they do they breathe down your neck they have to see what what you're doing so she was a, a ma Momzilla? Yeah, yeah okay. Momzilla. So I am curling her hair, and I am probably in the back of like halfway up her head at this point. And I'm using hairspray and curling, so there's no protectant whatsoever. And I don't know what happened, but sure enough, the whole chunk, it burnt off. Burnt off. Uh, and how big just a chunk are we talking about here? So let's let's so, paint a picture because we're you know this is just audio, so we need to give a picture so for the audience. So I'm trying to think of how thick that section was. It had to have been maybe a little less than half inch thick. Okay. And it came off. <laughs> oh yeah, it came in the back of her head. Came off. Okay. Yep. Sure and did. So what did you do? So I flung it on the floor real quick. <laughs> okay. So so first okay so first instinct first instinct was to hide the evidence. I sure did hide it. Okay. Isn't that awful? Okay. Well, I mean, we all have responses to stressful situations. Oh yeah, I surely yeah. did. I flung it real quick, like it never happened. Okay. And I kept curling. Okay. I kept curling and I did that up style. And it looked badass when I was done. Okay. Okay, so <laughs> the heat, it was not all the way up. The curling iron was not all the way up. I have no idea what So you what still happened. don't know, you, don't, you do not know what happened. You have no idea why. I am assuming it's because her highlights were super, super white. Okay white so, so it was, was her fault her hair was damaged her already. hair was it was damaged <laughs> okay. yes and I further damaged that one piece uh -huh. but it's fine <laughs> and I went on um, like two months later and did her wedding hair so, oh so she never knew no she never figured it out no nope. okay do you feel guilty about this? Yeah, I do now. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I do now because I'm not saying you should, but I'm actually I, do you. I do, I do. I feel guilty now because I am a salon owner and I want things done right. Okay. And if it's not done right, don't ever send them out that door. Like always be upfront with your customers. So you would obviously you would handle it completely differently, differently now. Yes. Okay. If yep. it happened now, what would you do? I'd be like spin her around and be like, oh my God, Sarah, look at me. I gotta tell you something. I just <laughs> burnt a little section off the back of your head and do not worry because it's in the back. It's gonna be fine. We'll blend it, whatever we'll, we gotta we'll do. We'll donate it to charity, everything sure. will be fine. And I love you, I'm so sorry, and your service is for free today. Okay. Well, so, I mean, yeah, you, you use it as a learning moment and- You do. And you, you move on. You do. You never, ever, ever always be upfront and truthful. That's what I have learned. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, thank you. Huh. Thanks great, for having me. And story. I cannot yes. shake your hand again. Or ever. <laughs> Whatever. Left-handed? Left-handed. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's start with who you are and your Instagram for the people listening. So my name is Allie Davidson. Hi, Allie. Hi. Um, my Instagram is ahphair. P hair. Yes. Got it. Okay. That stands for Associated Hair Professionals. We're a professional association for individual stylists, so I cannot be associated with this. Don't hold this against me. It happened a long time ago. You know, we could And it wasn't we could, my fault. We could stop recording and we could change your name just a little bit, but then you wouldn't get the recognition, you know? So that's it's, it's a catch twenty two. It wasn't my just, fault. Yeah, you so just, you just, there's I that. think we just go with it. Okay. You'll be fine. People understand. People okay. understand. It really wasn't my fault. Just get it off your ch yeah. Get it off your chest. You're gonna feel so much better <clears throat> after this is over. Once you just get it off your chest. I hope so. I don't know. I think that's what this guy thought, and it did not make me oh, feel any oh, better. Oh no! All right, what happened? <laughs> so I was working in the salon, and we had a walk-in come in, and he was sort of antsy, sort of. Um, Skittish, I guess, what you would call him. Okay. And I was the next stylist to um, in the rotation of walk-ins, so I called him back to my chair, and he had long, straggly hair, like probably like three inches below his shoulders. Wow. Okay. It wasn't well maintained. It sort of looked like it was maybe his first time into a salon. We sat down. Like, and first time in the salon ever, or just like possibly I, his hair hadn't been touched okay. in a long time. Okay. Um, so he sat down and I was like, well, what are we doing today? And he said, take it all off. And I was like, you're losing all of your length. Like what type of a style would you like to, uh, like to put it into? And he was like, oh no, just take it all off. Buzz it all off. I've got to get rid of this hair. And I was like, are we talking like number two? Or are we talking bald? What are we talking? And he was like, I just cheated on my wife and I need all of this hair gone right now. I cannot go home with this Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I literally got my clippers with no guard and I was like, you don't deserve any hair. I was biting my tongue. He proceeded to tell me the whole story, how he was out of town on a business trip. Uh-huh. He had been talking to this woman over the internet and he met up with her on the business trip and had just come home and it finally hit him. And he was like, my wife expected me an hour ago. I just landed and I cannot go home. I, I need you to clean all of this off of me. And I felt like I was an accomplice in his affair. Wow. I couldn't even say anything. I just kept biting my tongue and nodding my head. 
and like when he was done I didn't even walk him to the front or anything I was like okay you're done and he got up and left and I never saw him again that is fascinating people I am tell their hairstylist the craziest stuff but I wasn't even like his normal hairstylist he was just the guy off the street that yeah. sat down and was like I need it all off so okay what why do you think he had this connection between his hair and the cheating I don't know you, I you, and you I wasn't no asking idea? questions you didn't you, like, didn't you didn't go like psychologist psychiatrist mode and be I, like well I sort of in my head I thought you know when a girl's ready to like change her life she cuts her hair you know, it's just sort of a, you got to let go of the past and the dead ends. And yeah, I don't, I try not to think about him. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I can understand. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty intense. I mean, uh-huh. you know, I've heard stories of, you know, many hairstylists feel like they're psychiatrists and psychologists mm-hmm. and that people come to their appointments and you know spill their guts yeah but this is like a whole nother level of spilling oh i've guts. heard some crazy things but from regular clients like right. we right there was a history there this was just a walk-in off the street that just sat down beside himself and just needed to be clean wow <laughs> yeah I feel like he needed more than a haircut to like he get rid of that. Definitely did, and I felt so bad for his wife, whoever she is. I still feel guilty that I should have. I mean, there was no way to find her. Well, and to be tell fair, her, but I don't think you need to feel guilty because it's you know it's not like you helped him do this thing. I totally felt like it though, like <laughs> make him feel better by right. cutting his hair off. Right, but I don't think from the way you describe it. I don't think cutting his hair off was going to make him feel any better whatsoever. Yeah. He was desperate to just do something. I and, hope so. I hope that this was not in <laughs> any way alleviated by me. Yeah. But you told me if I confessed this that I was going to feel better. I don't feel better. And I hope that he didn't feel better about his <laughs> well, stuff by no. confessing to me We either. definitely don't <laughs> hope that he felt any better. No. But no, I think, I think you should feel better because that is a, a crazy story and everyone else hearing it it's, it's going to make their day a little bit better. All the other hairstylists <laughs> listening to this will be like, well, at least that didn't happen to me today. So That's I'm, true. I'm, <laughs> That's I'm true. doing okay. But I bet they've heard some really crazy stuff yeah, from people know. sitting in their chair, too. Yeah, I I'm know. I'm sure. I don't know. That one's that was pretty intense. We'll see if that one gets topped. But I think that's that's one of the one of the best ones of the night, if not the best. Oh, the cra- well, I think that's the craziest for sure. <laughs> so in that sense, I, I don't know that that's that a prize I wanted to win tonight. <laughs> well, you know, you got to take what you get, right? Yeah. Well, thank you for listening <laughs> thank and you. letting me get it off my chest. Yes. Thank you, dear. <laughs> All right. Who do we have here? All right. So my name is Riley Madison. Hi, Riley. I am in a salon in Houston, Texas. Okay. All right. Y'all ready for this? Y'all? <laughs> Um, okay, so I am currently kind of in a transition period between being an apprentice and a stylist. So I work pretty hands-on with a, um, another stylist, and she has a client that comes in every three or four months. Um, he's a man, and he kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies, if I'm being honest with you. Okay, let's, let's, let's paint a picture for, okay. our, for our audience. <clears throat> How old is he? 40s, Okay. I would say. He has like kind of like mid-length, like inch and a half length hair. He's a shorter, stubbier guy. Okay. He kind of looks like a um, a Berenstein bear. Do you remember those bears? Yes. That's why he okay. reminds me of his like nose. It's very specific and I love it. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I like comparisons. Anyway, 
So I shampoo him because I'm like shampoo for my mentor, right? And I don't know why, but every time I get to the shampoo bowl, we do a pretty good like scalp massage at our salon. Well, because yeah, yeah, clients love it. Clients like, love it. They feel it's I a great love service. to do it. I love doing the scalp massage. So the first time I shampoo his hair, um, slits back, and I do like my first intro. You know, I'm massaging his forehead, getting into it, and he go- lets out a big, huge <sighs> sigh. Uh. Right. <laughs> Oh no. I'm like, this is getting good, right? Actually, could, then, could we have you try that side one more? I don't think it was as, as big as it could be. <sighs> That's better, yeah. <laughs> that makes more sense. That's worse. Ooh, okay, anyway, so I'm getting into it. I'm like, this is going to be awful, right? And I kind of hear him mutter something, and I'm like, excuse me? And he said, oh, I'm just saying it's better than sex. And I was like, <laughs> oh my god. I'm 20 at the time, 21 at the time, and I'm like, oh, okay. And then I, so I do it and I'm like, want to cry my eyes out, right? Yep. And I'm like, how could somebody just say this to me? And then he gets up and he turns to me and he said, man, I'm really going to need a cigarette after that one. And I was oh. like, what? <laughs> I went back to tell my mentor this. She's like, oh, he's so funny. Not funny, guys. I right. have, I'm just so creeped out by him to this day. I still massage him and I still have to shampoo him and I just avoid eye contact. Like this man has like a wife wife and kids and I am just so uncomfortable every time I see him okay so okay how long ago did that event occur when did that incident happen a year ago okay and so how many times have you had to shampoo him since then maybe three or four times he doesn't come in very often okay has he made those noises since yeah he always says something like along the lines of what he said to me the first time okay yeah so have you asked your manager how to handle the situation because obviously it makes you uncomfortable yeah, it, it's 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 a weird like in between because it's him trying to be kind of funny right you know like those awkward guys that think they're making really funny jokes but it's really just weird so it's like one of those things and he doesn't come in often enough for it to be like a real big issue yeah so it just he had like since that first time he hasn't said anything that extreme yeah but it still haunts me to this day. But it, and it makes you uncomfortable. So, yeah. you know, I would, you know, I would make sure that your manager knows that yeah. you, that your manager knows that it makes you uncomfortable, that it's it, that it's not fun and games to you mm-hmm. and that it's something that when it happens, it it makes you feel for sure uncomfortable. Yeah. And ask after you tell your manager that, then you ask how do you want me to handle the situation to to fix it? Yeah. You know, because you you don't you don't deserve to put up with that. Yeah. And As I'm just young, and so like I'm like I'm just gonna put up with it, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, but right. Yeah. But no, I mean, as long as you handle it with your manager in that respectful way, mm-hmm. and say, look, this is happening. I know you think it's funny, but it makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. So I want your uh, yeah, advice right. on how I can handle the situation because. Just be, you know, upfront with her and be like, sure. because I don't want it to happen anymore, you know. And maybe it's going to be as simple as, is there someone else who can uh, do the shampoo? Yeah. Maybe your, have your manager go over and do the shampoo. Yeah. And let let him moan at at your manager. That's what right? I should do for sure. Because she finds it funny, so she maybe she finds it funny. So maybe she can handle She'd be into it and deal it, with I guess. it, right? <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I mean, we're just. It's a good solution. But no, no, seriously though, yeah, I, seriously. I think that's the I think that's the best way to handle it for sure. Agreed. Yeah. That's that's 
that is definitely a horror story. So yep. thank you for sharing. Oh, anytime. <laughs> <laughs> so now we have sitting in our confessional. Ken's. <laughs> who, I'm Ken's. who is it? I'm Ken's. Ken's. Yes. Nice to meet you. Uh, why don't you give your Instagram for people? Yes, that's at Hair by Kenzie T. And I work at Habit Salon. That's in Gilbert, Arizona. Okay. And you're out here for the summit? Yes. I cool. was one of the top 100 game changers. So I was super excited that oh, modern, congratulations. Thank you. That Very modern cool. salon invited me to be here. Okay. So what is your hair horror story? Okay, so I was um, nine months out of assisting as a color specialist and I had my first client on the floor. And I was doing this balayage technique on her and my client in my chair the whole time was showing me like these terrible videos. Like, look what th this person did to her and you're not oh. gonna do that to me, right? I was like, oh no. And she oh, had no. super dark, like level two, three hair and she's like, I want white ends. And I'm like, it's probably not gonna happen. It's gonna. You know, we'll see what happens. She's like, no, my hair lifts easy. So we're doing it. She lifted easy. She got white blonde. And then I go to rinse her out, scrubbing her, put my toner on her. And I look at it and I see like all these bands in her hair. Okay. That looks like toned hair, which is a little blue, untoned hair, which is white, really toned hair, which is super blue. And I kind of scrub it. I'm like, you know what? We're just going to blow dry it. It's going to look great. Okay. So start blow drying her. She has literal stripes down her head, like three inch stripes. I'm like, how could this happen? Okay. So girl leaves in tears. And then later she was a friend of a friend. Um, I say, okay, can you ask her some things she may have done on her hair? Because supposedly it was virgin. And... Yeah, so let, let me pause yeah. you there. So let's go back to yeah. <laughs> the, let's go back to the consultation that yes. you had. So this was your first client on the floor, you said. Yes, okay, one of my very first clients, like my first day on the floor. Okay, and so you did a consultation with her. Yes. And you asked her specifically about her hair and yeah. the, she, the, the state of her hair. Yes, she's like, I have virgin hair. Okay. But she had really dark hair, so I wasn't thinking she was gonna get this white blonde color that she wanted. Okay. But she kind of did. Yeah. But you know, every client needs toner. Sure. A little glaze, so I put this glaze on her, and okay. after blow drying it, she has horizontal stripes on her head. Okay. And she's crying, I'm crying, I'm like, oh, what no. happened? So later, I have the friend who sent her in ask her, did you ever have any like special treatments done on her hair? And she's like, oh yeah. I am not gonna say exactly what treatment I think it was, okay. but she had a special treatment to chemically straighten her hair. And yeah. that is what you could see about every three and four inches when she had it touched up. The toner took it, didn't take it, took it strong. So she had bands of color on her oh, head. Oh man. So, and so she never came back? Oh, no. Okay. But I'm really happy she didn't. Right. Well, because, yeah, yeah, she was untruthful. Yes. She didn't tell you. Exactly. So it's like... But I, it, it was just so horrifying. First time horrifying. experience. Your first, yeah, your yeah. first horrifying head of hair. Horrifying for her, horrifying for me. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you recover from that? Now? <laughs> I, I don't know if I have recovered yet. Oh, no. It's, it's still a little fresh. How long yeah. ago was this? Uh, it's like maybe four years ago. Four years ago. Okay. Yeah, four or five years ago. So, okay. Like so, how old am I? So, so let's go, okay, from that, that first bad experience, first client, 
do you remember your next client, your second one? Yes. Do you remember that experience? Yes. Was I that positive experience? That was a def definitely a very positive oh, experience. Good, okay. I asked probably double the amount of questions before we put any bleach on the head. There you go. So that you learned even after that first first client, you're like, you know what, I really need to probe a little bit more yes. and ask them what's really going on. Exactly. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question because this is definitely a common theme of people, of clients not telling their stylists what they've done to their hair. I have to ask you, anyone else here sitting listening to this, <laughs> why are these clients untruthful? Why don't they want to tell you what has been done to their hair? Do you know why? I think it's money. I think they think that if you start to tell them like how much you're going to have to do to work on it, uh -huh. they know they're going to have to pay a higher rate. So they sit down and just... Oh, you, you think know. it's a money I thing. Okay. Is. I think it is. I think that, you know, that's definitely something that needs to be like brought into the consultation. Yeah. Like, you know, how much do you want to maintenance your hair? Yeah. You know, how, what is your budget? How much do you want to spend? Okay, well, you know, my service would be this much for this. But what we can do with your budget is I can show you some options. So there's ways to, I feel like, word it in the consultation to help them out. But of course, you learn that after you've had yeah. their horror stories. Exactly. Right? <laughs> exactly. Well, that's, that's wonderful. I mean, that's not wonderful, but it's wonderful that you moved on from it. At yes. least a little bit. A little and you've bit. You've had positive experiences. Yeah, it's still in there. I still yeah. remember it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> nice thank you. Impression. Thank of you for course. sharing. It was so nice to meet you. Yes, good to meet you. <laughs> and we have your uh, your friend sitting next to you for moral support. We yes, met yes. tonight. Oh, okay. We were like, I feel like she's my sister. That, yeah. Sister from another yeah, mister. Yes, yeah. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> so I'm I'm Donovan, by the way. I'm Sarah. Nice to meet you. Sarah, nice to meet you. Go ahead and give your Instagram. So my Instagram is Beauty Marks by Sarah. Okay. And what is your hair horror story? Oh my gosh. Are you ready? I'm ready for this. Am I? I'm gonna ask you. <laughs> do I need it's to, a bad one. Do I need it's to get one. ready? Do I need to prep? Do anything? No. Okay. So um, I was a relatively like new hairdresser. So um, I had this client and um, at this appointment, like I've done her hair like two or three times prior. So she she was kind of new to me, but I guess I didn't know like like her whole backstory. Um, so she wanted she came in, she wanted me to style her hair, she wanted it smooth. And so I'm like brushing through her hair and I'm like, gosh, like this texture just like something feels weird. So, you know, I asked her, I was like, Do you color your hair? Because the services I was just doing for her was just styling only. So I haven't done any color. It didn't look like she had it, but I don't know. Like, her hair was feeling weird. And um, she's like, no, I don't color my hair. So I turned my flat iron down. Like, I just had that gut feeling. Like, turn that down, turn that down. So I sprayed the heat protectant all over her, brushed it through, um, took it section by section, and when I got to the side, like, it just started, like, steaming, like, profusely. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, and when I went to pull down, <laughs> like, there was nothing, <laughs> like, there was no hair. Like, oh it was, like, that God. girl that you see, like, on YouTube with the wand, and, yeah. Okay. It was, and I'm, like, I just burst into tears because I'm, like, what just happened? Like, what happened? I'm, like, panicked. I'm, like, shaking. I'm, sh and I showed her. I'm, like, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> and it was, like, stuck in my, <laughs> stuck in my straightener. Oh, no. That was so, the worst so, part. So I had, so I had an earlier inter confessional where when she burnt off some of the hair. <laughs> Is that her? <laughs> 
Oh, there you are. There's Amanda. <laughs> she she just rolled hers. She, th she <laughs> threw it on the ground. She just hit, tried to hide it. No, there was no hiding it because so like it her face, your, she was right. Your... Yeah, and she was like facing the mirror. So I was like, you know, I'm not gonna lie about that. And I already was like upset. Like okay. it just. I just started crying. Yeah. And she's like, oh, honey. She's like, what happened? So I showed her, and she was like, she pulled out the side piece on the other side, and she's like, happened to me last week. Like, she had thyroid issues, just changed the medicine, so that's why her hair was feeling like his okay. bro. So it was something that she was like, I was more upset than she was, but, yeah. I mean, that's it's still... It's incredibly traumatic. Yes. Yeah. So I swear, like, after everybody, and they were like, I want my hair straight, I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a braid, like, no heat, like, but, I mean, she took it really nice, but... So, she, she I'm not a hairstylist. Uh, being a hairstylist sounds like the most stressful profession outside of like being like a heart surgeon or a brain surgeon. Yeah. I mean, you're dealing with the way people look and obviously people are so self-conscious about how they look, yes. obviously, you know, so being in charge of how someone looks is such a big responsibility. A, yeah. And so it's, it's a profession that allows for amazing creativity and artistry but at the same time it seems so stressful from the outside not being a being well, a stylist because sometimes you can't control you know and i was already like assessing her hair and i'm like okay let's let's turn this iron down like you, and sometimes like you do all the right things and then like things just happen and it's right. like out of your control yeah <laughs> so you even had a sense like right there that something was off and that she I had that feeling, again we, yeah. we talked about it earlier like someone wasn't truthful about or didn't give you all the information mm -hmm. you needed to but it's a learning it. experience so because yeah. I was a newer hairdresser I didn't think to ask like okay like now I know like medicine plays a huge factor like people's yeah. diets like their yeah. lifestyle yeah. and so you just learn you know you move mm -hmm. on luckily she was I mean, I was more it, yeah. I was more worried than she was, and I mean, she still comes to me, and I mean, there's it's not an issue. Yeah, but. that's nice. Yours <laughs> had a happy, a happy yeah, ending. That's good. But it could have been bad. But <laughs> right. I think that that's like, yeah, we have like that huge responsibility, and I think that's why I felt so bad too, because yeah, you don't want to, you can make or break somebody, like how they feel. We see it all the time. Like they'll mm -hmm. come into the salon, you know, feeling, you know self-conscious about how they look or you know maybe maybe even being in a bad mood and yep. then you completely transform their their look you give them some attention and then they leave the salon like a totally different and person. they feel like a million dollars yeah. and that's that's, and that's what, what's that's so special what drives, too about yeah. our industry too. yeah and that's what drives so many you know so many stylists it's just yeah. that feeling of making someone feel good mm -hmm. yeah so when i felt like <laughs> i had and i feel things so deeply so like when i felt that i was like oh man oh yeah but uh, well thank you for sharing thanks thanks yes, for having us of course we have our first male yes we do so it's been the ladies so far for the horror <laughs> stories but men have horror stories too right they do all right so we got Derek Derek what's your Instagram for people Derek cash styles all right <laughs> <laughs> no I don't care so um should I go give it to us what okay so um we had this one this one lady came in I did a consultation with her and um, she wanted to bleach out her roots so I said that's fine you know I checked her hair her hair was good um, I go through the normal precautions whatever um, whenever I, I use bleach I only use 20 volume I, even when I do balayage I only use 20 volume and I use Olaplex on top of that I just always take thin sections so I never have an issue okay 
Um, so then I, I, I have her with cotton in between as I'm doing her bleach retouch. And she's sitting there and she's like, <laughs> she's like, are these fumes really strong? And I'm like, I mean, I don't know. I smell this all day. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think it's anything out <laughs> yeah. of the normal. You can't smell anything anymore at this right. point. So. But mind you, she was, she told me after that she's like a hypochondriac. Like she's like insane with it. But I didn't know this at this point. So I'm okay. thinking like, okay. So she's like, yeah. And then I was like, okay. I was like, I was like, you're fine. Just relax. Like there's no heat involved, no dryer, not even like a cap to keep the heat in nothing. It was just cotton in between. Yeah. Nothing. I even had antidote in her hair for like itching. And I always put antidote when I bleach out the roots and stuff like that. Um, and then I come back again. She's like, these fumes are really strong. I think I need to go, go outside or something. I need to, whatever. So I was like, all right, go, go outside, whatever, do your thing. I said, is it burning or is it, is it good or is it unbearable? She's like, it's itching, but it's, she's like, I just think the fumes are too much. I'm like, all right, cool. Let me know if it's, if it starts to burn you or whatever. And then we got to take it off. So I give her a water. She goes outside. She comes in. She goes, she goes, I think I'm just overreacting. I always get like this, whatever. So okay. then she sits back down. <laughs> Oh man. And then she's like, I come check on her again. She's like, I think my heart's racing. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay. She's like checking for a pulse. I'm like, okay. She's checking I, her own yeah, pulse. Yeah, she's checking for a pulse. Okay. I'm like, I wish I was lying. She's <laughs> checking her pulse. Mind you, this is like bleach on the head. It hasn't even been on for like 15 minutes. Yeah. This girl's having like a panic attack. Yeah. But I'm, you know, I'm cool. I'm keeping it cool with her, whatever. She's like, um, I said, if you can't handle it, let's take it off. I was like, we can finish it another day, whatever. I'm not stressed over it. She's like, no, I could take it. I could take it. She's like, I really want this. <laughs> so then she's like, then she starts getting, she's like, I'm starting to get really hot. And I'm like, all right, we got to take this off. She's like, no, I'm like, no, we got to take it off. So then I take her to the sink and she's laying back. She's like, I think I need to go to the hospital. <laughs> like, oh my god! I'm like, what? Why? I was like, do you want Benadryl? Maybe you're having like a, a chemical reaction yeah. or something. She's like, oh, she goes, oh no, I can't take pills. I'm like, I'm not giving you like acid over here. Like, I'm giving you Benadryl. <laughs> like, and she's like, oh no, I can't take pills. I'm like, well, if you go to the hospital, the chances are they're gonna give you like Benadryl Some or something like that. Yeah. Um. So then she's like, I need to go. She's like, I need to go now. She goes, we got to she's, like, <laughs> she's like, we got to rinse it off. We got to go. Okay. She goes, I don't have any. She goes, I don't know what I'm going to do. She's like, I don't have anyone to take me. She's like, I was like, do you want me to call an ambulance? She's like, she goes, I think that's a little dramatic. I don't want an ambulance to come. I'm like, if you think you need she to go to the hospital. She just said she wanted to go to the hospital. I know. I'm like, if you think you need to go to the hospital. I was like, we need to get you to the hospital. So she's like, I don't know what to do. She's like, my husband's in the military. She's like, I came all the way from West Palm Beach. And da -da -da. I was like, all right, we got to get you there now so i throw her in my car <laughs> i drive across the street because there's an md across the street they go inside they tell her she's overreacting uh-huh they check her scalp her scalp's fine there's no no nothing there's it's not like it was even on for long they she they're like you're, you're fine it's nothing it wasn't even red at her scalp it was just she was overreacting so she's like they're not doing anything i need to go to the hospital take me to the hospital <laughs> so i drive i drove her to the hospital i'm thinking that this girl's gonna die like I'm gonna have a real case on me. So I'm stressing. I drop her off. I'm like, do you want me to go in with you? Like, I don't want you to pass out. Like I'm stressed. So then she goes in. I'm texting her the whole night. I'm like, are you okay? Any update? Like I'm like really stressed over this. She's like, I'm fine. They said I'm fine. They gave me Benadryl. 
<laughs> she comes in the next day. I didn't even tone her hair yet. And she's like, I love my color. It wasn't even done. <laughs> like it wasn't it wasn't the cutest hair I've seen. Right. I had to tone it. Right. I didn't tone it yet. Yeah. I purple shampooed her and it was fine. But the color she had on her was nothing to be loving. <laughs> so I, I forgot to tell you about this part. So I throw her in my car. Right. Not literally throw her, but yeah. I she gets in my car and you know, I have I have a Porsche. So when she gets in the car, she's apparently she's dying. But her first words are Wow, you have a nice car. <laughs> and then she's holding her pulse. She's like, she's Again. like, she goes, <laughs> I have no one around me. I don't know what I'm gonna do. She's like, my best friend doesn't live anywhere around here. My husband's in the military. I don't. I just moved here from New York. I'm like, oh my god, I gotta help this girl. Yeah. Like, I gotta get her here fast. So out. I'm doing. I'm hitting corners like it ain't. It ain't happening. Like <laughs> I'm taking lights. I'm like running corners. I'm getting this girl to the hospital asap. And then they gave her Benadryl. They gave her Benadryl. Just like you offered her back They gave her Benadryl. Yeah. But I'm telling you, like, if you would have, like, this lightener was not even on this girl's hair for, like, 15 minutes. It's wow. like she worked up this door. She even said it. She's like, I always do this. She's like, I freak out. I don't I don't like to take pills. I don't like to do drink. I'm scared of this. So she makes this shit up. Oh, sorry, my mouth. No, we swear on you. Oh. Yeah, she, <laughs> she, <laughs> she makes this shit up in her head. And yeah. then she goes like full throttle with it. And that's why she starts thinking. So her pulse yeah. is going. She's stressing me out. And mind you, I have like clients here and everyone's like, this bitch is a lunatic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they see me all the time like doing yeah. stuff. Yeah. So then I take her to the hospital. She's running in like she's not going to make it, <laughs> you know. And uh, she ends up loving her unfinished color. That was not my favorite thing I've ever done. Right. And I honestly am scared. I won't touch her. I mean, I feel bad, but like. That's kind of a liability. Yeah. Well, so, okay, so, but, so, she loved her hair the she way it was. She loved her hair. So you didn't even tone it. Like, I just purple shampooed it. Okay. All right. I didn't want to, like, I was not going to put any. Well, she was finally happy. She was finally okay. Yeah. And not I mean, dying. Yeah, so. she wasn't dying. I, I just wanted to get her out the door. <laughs> exactly. Oh, like, just get her out. Purple. Oh, man. Out. Purple and out. This is, this is our first, like, legit crazy client story, and it was... <laughs> Superb. Superb. Thanks, Derek. <laughs> now, it's your turn, my dear. Yes. What's your name? What's your Instagram? Glamba Mars. And my name is Marlene. Hi, Marlene. <laughs> yeah. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. You said it was Glam by Mars? A Glambot Mars. Glambot Mars. Yeah, with okay. a Z at the end. Got it. Yeah. Spell the whole thing so we get it. G-L-A-M-B-O-T-M-A-R-Z. Got I it. just changed my name, so I have to like oh. remember <laughs> Good, how to spell okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is your horror oh my story? Gosh. So, <laughs> come on, this is a good one. <laughs> so, I was like fresh out of beauty school, and this was probably my first client ever doing a keratin. So, <laughs> Derek's like having such a great time with this. <laughs> so, I didn't know how keratin works, apparently. <laughs> so, you mean like. I had no idea. Okay. Like, I had no clue. I, my whole thought process was, I need to soak this girl's hair with keratin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so this client came in. And she came the, in. And the client wanted a keratin treatment. Yes. And and you were the one to do it, even I though was, you had no idea what the hell you were doing. No, and I was alone. Oh, so that's why that. you had to do it, because so that's why there was no one it, else yeah. there. No one else was there. It was just me. Okay. So then... <laughs> Hello, hello. So, hi. This is not fun for me now. <laughs> Keep going. Keep so going. then, at that time, 
I put <laughs> four tubs of keratin in this girl's four hair. <laughs> okay. You looking back at it, looking back. Okay, so I'm not I just hear... thought the wetter the better so at I, that time. The wetter the better. I mean, the that's classics. good for some things. For some things, apparently not. Okay, keratin. so you use so you use four tubs. Four tubs. How much would a regular person use? Like two, two ounces. ounces. <laughs> how much? Not even. Can you tell me how much is in a tub? I like don't remember. Hella <laughs> like hella ounces. Got it. Okay. I used four. I tubs. used four tubs okay. on this long-haired, like, curl, curly lady. I don't know. Okay. It was awful. <laughs> so you put the four tubs of carrot. So I put the four tubs on. Yeah. And then I said, okay, this is how it works. Let me just start blow drying. <laughs> Mar Marlene, had you had you at least maybe. YouTube the tutorial or anything? There was nothing. Anything? No, there was nothing. This? this was years ago. Years. Was this before years. YouTube? I want to say it was. Ago. Okay. Yeah. Because I I would have I would have done that now. Right. Right. But back then I didn't <laughs> even think of that. Okay. <laughs> so I'm okay. assuming there wasn't no YouTube gotcha. back then. Okay. So then I start start blow drying. <laughs> There's great ventilation and everything in the salon. So I start blow drying and the smoke She's just starts coming all up. <laughs> she didn't scream. It wasn't hurting her. So it was literally smoking? <laughs> literally smoking. Okay. So as I'm putting the blow dryer through, she's not getting hurt or anything. <laughs> it's just a lot of smoke coming out. Did you feel like something was wrong? I at absolutely that point? thought something was wrong. Better yet, I felt like. It was going way south yeah, when the fire department <laughs> came but in. You you got the fire department called on you for doing a keratin treatment. As I'm by myself, I'm by myself at this point with yeah. this lady thinking that I'm a freaking nut. Yeah. And the fire department comes in with the lights, the noise, the everything. Two guys just come walking in and okay. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm just blow drying here. <laughs> so it what became awful. of her hair? We rinsed it out. Okay. We rinsed it out and then I just gave her a normal blow dry. Okay. It was awful. It was my first time ever doing a uh, keratin. So if you would have, <laughs> so if you would have continued down this path of the blow drying and the the if hair smoking and everything, what would have happened? I don't know. Now don't know. it would have burned off. I would assume. Yeah. With all that heat and steam well, at least and everything. The, the little voice inside your head said. Something's wrong. The fire department <laughs> definitely helped me with that. <laughs> the, the, the fire I was alarm like, kind of. So the little voice in your head was the fire alarm going yeah, off. Yeah. I was okay. like, this is this is a normal, right? <laughs> so okay. So awful. I've asked this question a fair amount tonight. So what did you learn from this experience? <laughs> Never to do a keratin in my life again. <laughs> so you're just you said I'm like, no. You said no. You don't even want to learn exactly no, how you're like nope. no. I'm just like I'd it. rather not. Okay. <laughs> Well, I mean, you learned your limitations. I did. There you go. It was awful. <laughs> Thanks, Marlene. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, Derek's back. All right, I'm back. Derek was. I'm back for round two. Derek was inspired. I was inspired by the latest horror story. <laughs> His mind dredged up yeah. another horror story yeah. for for our listeners. <laughs> so what do you got, Derek? All right, so it was my first salon job. It was, I think, it was my first or second day working at Ulta. It was like one of my first things and I didn't know what I was doing. Like, 
whatever they give me this girl who has really curly 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 hair like kinky curly and she has like long hair but it's really curly like to the point where it's kind of kinky-ish and I'm like I'm gonna usually I'll, I'm gonna cut hair wet right so I'm like I'm gonna cut this hair wet so I, and she's like I want a V I'm leaving for Jamaica tomorrow I want a V haircut I want this luscious blow dried curl whatever I'm thinking like <laughs> I'm like alright I got you let's go uh -huh. so she sits down and I'm like alright so I start cutting this V and it's like not coming even on both ends because I can't pull this hair tight like I normally would on like straighter hair or with like a natural wave so mid cut I'm like fuck this shit I'm just gonna blow dry this shit straight and then do it when it's dry so mind okay. you I can't blow dry to save my life at this point in my career this is like 10 years ago I've been doing hair for 10 years okay so I'm drying her hair and it's like stiff as a board. <laughs> I'm like, this shit is going south. <laughs> so I'm starting to cut her hair. Now her hair is getting really short. It's so you're not shorter. You hadn't jumped I'm ship checking. yet. You're still going I'm on. I'm checking right. each side. This one's a little uneven now. Now this one's a little bit shorter. <laughs> so now I'm like, all right, if I don't cut this V soon, it's going to be like a nightmare. So then I was like, all right, she's over it. I'm over it. So I take her to the back. I take, I pull her hair to the back and I straight up cut a V. I said, all right. I said, <laughs> she takes the me. I said, you want to see the back? <laughs> I'm like, you want to check out the back? And she's like, yeah. And then she moves and it's like stiff. <laughs> it's like, this sti like she's repping varsity from the back. <laughs> I was like, do you like it? And then she just gets up and leaves. She'll never forget me. I made her vacation. Yeah, I'm sure you did. <laughs> she just gets up and leaves. I love it. No, she she paid for it too. Yeah, there you well. go. Alta doesn't play. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm thinking like, how are you gonna make this lady pay for this hair? <laughs> There's no movement. <laughs> it's like it's like a cardboard box with she a V. She wanted a V. She wanted a V. She yeah. got one. Yeah. It's a consultation right there. Look, you got what you asked for. <laughs> at the end of the day. Nice. So, that's about it. Very good. I had two good stories. Nice. Thanks, Derek. <laughs> we have Danny Tiger from Salon Republic Hollywood. Rar. <laughs> she was here just to use her lights, but I, was. I told her that you can't just come use her lighting. You got to give a hair horror story if you walk through those doors. So, so I was coming over here for like a, a beauty selfie, and now I'm... I'm gonna have like the horror selfie trying to explain this story. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So, did you choose a horror story? I know. You said you had a couple. I so. was seeing Diamond. I, I have a couple. It's funny because I've been doing hair for like 12, going on 13 years, and honestly, I didn't have a horror story until like this past year. I had two. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> were like horrifying, terrible, crying, breakdown, panic attack afterwards. Like I'm quitting hair. I'm never doing hair again. I'm never coloring hair. Like oh my god. But I do remember my very first horror story ever. Okay. Um, a friend that I went to high school with called me and he's like, oh, my daughter, I think she was like maybe six. She might've been seven. I think she was like six years old. She's never had a haircut. Her hair's like long and scraggly. And I think it would be so cool if you came and cut her hair. Like she loves you. And I was like, oh, that would be so fun. Okay, yeah. So she comes in and she's a little wild. And I'm thinking like, how's this gonna go down? Like this could go one of two ways. Like she could be really excited or she could like move and I can like chop something off. Okay, so at this point, had you cut many children's hairs? I mean, I wouldn't say many, but I definitely had done it before. Okay. And it didn't like, nothing scared me at this point. I had never come across a horror story. So okay. I was like super confident at this point. Yeah, right. 
until this little girl came into my chair. Okay. So she was she was a little wild. As what do you mean wild? Like fidgety or like not? just like super hyper? And I was like, okay, I don't know about this kid. Like she had had like eight bowls of ice cream. Yeah, she something. Up. Yeah, something okay. was going on. So okay, I was like, it's fine. Like I can handle kids. Like it's good. Like I love you know talking to kids. So she sits down. I cut her hair. It's all good. We're having a great time. We're messing around with the dad and laughing and joking and. So I finished her haircut, and I'm all proud of myself because she looks all beautiful. And then her dad's like, you know, sweetie, look in the mirror. Don't you want to see your haircut that Danny did for you? Isn't it beautiful? So I turn her around, and she's dead silent, like stops moving. And I'm like, and she just had long hair. I just like trimmed it, you know, okay. a few layers. It was nothing crazy. And she looks at herself in the mirror, and she's super quiet, and it's dead silence. And I look at the dad, and I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> like, I didn't say anything. Okay. She puts her head down, looks herself straight in the mirror, like straight in the eyes, and she goes, I'm ugly! I'm oh. ugly! I'm ugly! And she starts screaming, like at the top of her lungs, jumps out of the chair, starts running around screaming, I'm ugly! I'm ugly! I'm so ugly! I was like, oh my god! I just was like in shock, like in just horror on my face. I'm like, what is it? But I knew I hadn't done anything wrong, but it was sure. just, it was more of a client, like being able to handle your client horror situation. Sure. <laughs> and it was a kid and it's like, you just want kids to be happy. And I was like, should I give her candy or is it going to make the situation worse? Like, what do I do? <laughs> give her candy. And the dad was just I think like, she'd what? had enough candy before she showed up. <laughs> so I don't think she needed any more. And her dad felt so bad. He just was like ready to cry for me. He's yeah. just like embarrassed, yeah. you know, he's like, I'm sorry. And I'm right. like, I mean, is she going to be okay? And he's like, she didn't take her ADHD medication. Oh, no. Was, was he, was he serious, too? To like, he wasn't just, that wasn't a joke. He no, was serious. Yeah, I guess she really had, like, ADD. Yeah. So I was like, all right. So at the end of the day, like, it's, I didn't do anything wrong. It's not my fault. But it was just, like, a horrifying situation, like, in yeah. front of everyone just having this kid scream. Because nobody knew what was going on. They yeah. just hear, I'm so ugly now. I'm so ugly. And I'm like, I'm, I wait, I'm not sorry, because I really didn't make you ugly. You're just... Forgot so she, your medication. <laughs> she ran screaming from the from the oh from chair. my chair was like running around and like <laughs> jumping up and down and yeah. So she was wow. more horrified than I was. But yeah, it was a pretty. But it's not like you gave her situation. like this chopped up mangled mess. I mean, I think just, I did a great job. Yeah, but <laughs> well, that's all that matters. So after that, I was like, all right, no more kids for a while. Like, I love you, but it's just yeah. something I can't control. So okay, yeah. no more kiddos. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Danny. So I have Heather here. Heather, <laughs> let's start with your Instagram handle. So my Insta yep, my yeah. Instagram handle is Pip University. Okay. Pip as in positively impacting people. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. That is my beautiful. It's my life's calling. That's fantastic. So where do you work out of? Where are you at? Based in Louisville, Kentucky. So I'm a salon owner. Neat Beat Salon. Shout out. What up? <laughs> nice. And then Pip University is an education company for salon owners and hairstylists. Very cool. Yeah. So you saw me packing up the microphones <laughs> and you literally ran over here, almost uh -huh. fell in the pool. Yep. Yelled you across. Came over, you came over and said, can I please tell my hair horror story? Yes. So I was very very willing to unpack everything you were set it up because the horror you story like must you be needed good. to get something off your chest yes okay so let's have you tell your hair horror story i really think i hope that this is good because it's scared it, are we allowed to cuss on here 
Yes. Okay, good, because I'm any, a Any swears, that's fine. Okay, so it scared the shit out of me. So When this happened? When this happened, How yeah. long ago was it? Mm, it was probably nine years ago. Okay. Yeah, so like the beginning of my career. And I had just got behind the chair. So I had a salon owner that was kind of trying to pull herself out from behind the chair. And so she gave me a lot of her guests. Okay. And I had no idea what I was doing behind the chair. I was actually <laughs> terrible at doing hair. Really funny. Sam, right, I was like, do you have a hair horror story? She didn't even do hair. She, she said, yeah, actually last year before we went to Destination, Destination Education, you cut my hair. And I never told you this. And she literally laughed about it all the way to the bathroom. That's okay. a whole other story. Okay. So, but anyways, I was really bad behind the chair. Um, like, not technically good at all. Not a God-given ta talent. I had to work really, really hard and spend a lot of money. But I did not realize that until I had several fuck-ups by the chair <laughs> so i go to do this one guest's hair and this guest i love her so much her name is peggy rounds she comes to my salon to this day and she is like in her 60s and i feel like has been in her 60s for the last 30 years okay okay and um she's very vocal so it doesn't matter what you say peggy will call you out mm -hmm. she doesn't want anybody's opinion except for like the person that she's used to which was the owner so she sits in my chair. She's not giving me a lot of information, and she's being kind of mean to me. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm new. Well, cause, and I, yeah, because you're not the other person. Oh, no. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how good, if I was way better than the other person, which I was not. So I am literally just nervous talking to her, and she is basically like, go get Laura. Go get Laura, who is the owner. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, Laura's not available, so I'm going to have to do this. So I just got so nervous. And I go and she gets, and hairstylists are listening to this, right? Yes. So she gets a new growth color and highlights. Okay. So her new growth color is really, really dark, but she's a blonde. So typically, if you're trying to lift, you put in the hair purple, something like that, mm -hmm. green, blue. Mm -hmm. And her highlights was go were going over blonde hair, and so I would mix up something that was more warm. And so I go to apply, and I applied her entire hair of color and I look and I see that it's starting to oxidize and I realize that I had put the new growth bowl in her foils and then the foil bowl on her new growth oh, so okay. she, she was like a level eight that I would apply to her new growth and it yep. was like super duper duper <laughs> duper ash okay and I applied yeah high lift yellow orange okay to her new growth <laughs> yep and like a level eight green 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 something like that yeah. to her mids and ends blonde hair yep <clears throat> so 30 minutes goes by and yeah. i walk back out and i look at her hair and i immediately start to sweat i'm like what the fuck did i do <laughs> and i take her back to the shampoo bowl and then i just see the mess and i'm literally trying to get her she's back there for like 40 minutes She's like, is everything okay? <laughs> she's like 60 for like the last 30 years of yep. her life. And I'm yep. like, oh yes, Pe Peggy, it's totally fine. And I did as much toning and retoning as I could. And when I got finished, I tried to, um, this is so good because every fucking hairdresser is going to know what I'm getting ready to talk about. Her new growth was like yellow, orange AF, even after all the toners. Okay. So I tried to round brush her really, really big to where it would like 
cover up so she would have so much volume so you couldn't see a lot of the new growth. And I got her out the door because I was just so nervous. It's yeah. totally not the right thing to do. And then she went home and her daughter was like, Mother, what in the world happened? She was like, this new little girl, this new little girl worked on me. So she ended up calling the salon owner and the salon owner brought me in the office and was like, Heather, what did you do? I laid the formula out for you. There was no way that you could mess this up. I was like, I put her new growth in her foils and her foils on her new growth. And I thought that I was going to get fired, but I did it. And you know what? This is what's cool. It turned out not to be a horror story because... I always say that I'm a really good dancer. If there's one thing that I do good, I can dance really well. Maybe not do hair so good. And dancing is building relationships behind the chair. Uh-huh. So the one thing that I did do really well is I made, I made Peggy feel significant. I made her feel special. Yep. And so she, um, she ended up telling the owner that she wanted to stick it out with me. She's like, well, I think I'm going to stick it out with that little girl because I liked her. No that's kidding. That's exactly how she talks. So you you won her over even oh, though and I you totally effed her up head. her hair. Oh, bad, 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 bad. So that's I mean, and that's, she's still with us today. Yeah, and that's still a great that's a great story and a great example of how important it is to develop that relationship. Very much. That's the only reason. It's the only yeah. reason. If I would have just messed her up, she would have never probably came back to the salon. Exactly. So it was that it was that fostering that relationship with the client, yep. brand new, like right off the bat. Who she wanted Laura. She right? wanted Laura. She wanted Laura. She didn't want Laura. So you had extra work that you needed yeah. to do to yeah. win her over, and you still did it within that one time yep. and messing up her hair. Yep. Bad too. Yep. So it was, it was it was a horror story at first, but then it turned out to be a love really story. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's wonderful. Thank you, Heather. You're welcome. Thank you so much for listening. Please share us with your hair loves. Word of mouth is your best way to get more clients, and it's our best way to grow our hair game community. It's super easy to share a podcast. Every podcast player has a share button. You can hit that and text directly your favorite episodes to your hair besties. Next week, we have Lou DeBarbera. Until then, have a great week. <laughs>